think we're ready now. I think I can see some recording happening on the thing. <laughs> oh, we are so technology. So profesh. Yeah, so sorry about that. Um, no one knows what's just been happening for the past hour. That's true. Nobody really knows. So we were actually, we, we already recorded a portion of this episode and then it just stopped recording for no reason. It wouldn't pick the mics up anymore. Even the mics don't want to listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I was like, okay, we'll get the other computer out because this is an old computer. That's probably why that's happening. And then I didn't have a piece of software set up on here. And so I had to... Because after this one crashed in the hard drive... I didn't bother. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to dick around with this for a little while to get this back up and running. And like, (laughs) yeah, we lost like an hour of time (laughs) fucking around with this thing. We're here now. We are here. So that's okay. We're, uh, I'm going to adjust my mic here a sec. So we're professionals. We got this. Super duper. So have, it's Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely Saturday now. Oh, yes. Uh, it's still hotter than all hell. Yeah. So we're hanging out inside all weekend long. But this is the first Saturday I've had off in like three weeks. Yeah. It's pretty bitching. Yeah. Welcome and I don't have to work tomorrow. So. Yay. And the kids are at grandma's house. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> so we're going to stay up late watching movies and then sleep in. Oh, that's the dream, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and we, we were talking. We watched a movie recently that Lacey had never heard of, never seen. It's 1978 Anthony Hopkins thriller, Magic. 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 If you've never seen Magic, it's about a ventriloquist magician played by Anthony Hopkins. Yep. And his ventriloquist dummy, Fats, who (laughs) (laughs) together they kill people. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like they try to put a lot of the killing on, you know, like the dummy or the The dummy, yeah. yeah. But, like, Anthony Hopkins, he straight up choked out a dude. Yeah. In the ocean. Yeah. Or the lake. Well, so. a, yeah. a body of water. Yeah. So it's like, even if the dummy is alive and doing these things, like, uh, Sir Anthony is not innocent. <laughs> no. And he's, he looks insane. He looks, I mean, he's supposed to be insane, but he looks both 40 and, like, 25. Yeah. It's awesome. And there's this weird, uh getting jiggy with it scene that just goes on forever and ever and it has the most inspirational music it sounds like a montage of someone like like studying in school yeah like it could go to like um like l woods and legally blonde (laughs) (laughs) him and ann margaret yeah that's a good movie though it really is it is a really good movie like it sounds super ridiculous but it is a very good movie, and I've been like going on about it like since we watched it. <laughs> so I have to excuse. I'm gonna be taking drinks of tea throughout the recording because I have a bit of a sore throat. And he also learned to drink tea from Lavar Burton, so now he's gonna be doing that. Yeah, Lavar Burton said that you should drink tea when you're gonna record a podcast, so that it it loosens your vocal cords, so that you sound good or better than you would without <laughs> it. <laughs> Is it going to stop my stutter? Yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> that was so well done. <laughs> thank I you, almost thank didn't you. notice it. I don't think they go, thank you, thank you. <laughs> That's like uh, that kid like from the Sandlot. <laughs> what? The kid that said, wait, am I am I remembering that wrong? The kid that says everything twice? I have no what idea. What the hell is that from? 
All right, people, tell us what that's from. <laughs> what am I thinking of? A kid who says everything twice. Is it from the Lost Boys? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I'd like to give a shout out to a couple of people who understood the assignment and <laughs> sent in some homework. So from Yeah That Happened podcast, we got an email, an email to harleyparanormal at gmail.com. We did. Of the most horrific and hus- hilarious, hysterical dick drawing. It's yeah. so horrifying and I love it. It's so aggressive. It's so aggressive. <laughs> it's like the opposite of a Salvador Dali painting. Like it's it's unbelievable, but not fantastical or fanciful. <laughs> it's unbelievable and terrifying. Yeah. I loved it. I cackled. I was so excited. And then Becky, one of the sexiest humans ever, she also sent in a um, dick drawing. Yeah, she did. On Facebook Messenger. And uh, I appreciate you, Becky. (laughs) So we got two dick drawings. Yeah. Since our last recording. I received two (laughs) illustrated dick pics. Oh, I appreciate you girls. You're so wonderful. Also, we're having a little bit of a weird thing going on with the Facebook page. We're like, it's not letting me know when we have messages. So if you send us a picture of an illustrated penis (laughs) and we don't react to it immediately, just give us some time. Uh, It takes me a second to remember that it doesn't alert me so that I can then go and find the penises. (laughs) So I just love that our penis drawings are coming from women. It makes me so happy. I'm happy, too, because I would be disturbed if they came from men. (laughs) That's no, I don't need that. (laughs) So thank you, ladies. You're very awesome. Yeah, so thank you for that. Um, And go listen to Yeah, That Happened podcast. That is a very delightful podcast. It's a uh, a mother-daughter team talking about all kinds of crazy stories. Yeah, and they're super sweet, and I like them. Yeah, it's really good cooking listening. Like to listen when you're cooking? I should listen at work. Oh, nice. Uh, I mean, not that cooking isn't work or whatever. (laughs) I'm saying your cooking is not work. It's not. It's, it's magic. magic. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So we. Uh, so last episode we said we were going to talk about a alien human hybrid story, but it really boiled down to just this one documentary. <laughs> like we, I really couldn't find a whole lot about it. Yeah. Other than that documentary. So that's more of a review, and we'll do a review on that at another time. Really wanted to get back into doing sort of regular stories. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? Um, Martindale. The fact that you forgot after having recorded this already (laughs) less than like two hours ago is hilarious. I love it. You know what? I took a lot of antacids in the 60s. I can't remember a whole lot. (laughs) Yeah, so we're talking about the Harry Martindale story. Uh, Harry Martindale was a guy, he was a plumber in the 50s that saw a host of ghostly Roman legionnaires in the cellar of a treasurer's house in York in the UK. And it's a pretty famous story that amazingly I never heard of before, (laughs) (laughs) but it put York on the map as it wasn't wasn't on the map before. No, literally no one had any idea how to get there. (laughs) Luckily there were many Roman roads that ran through it. You have to find Brendan Fraser before he's being hanged. And then you have to like go to the city at like a certain time of the day. And (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, York, it goes like York, Hamanoptera, <laughs> and then right after that is the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. <laughs> That's, 
Eddie Izzard fans out there. <laughs> so, no, uh, it put York on the map as, you'll never believe it, Lace, the most haunted city in all of Europe. Of all the things that have ever happened in Europe, this is where the spookies lie? Yeah. Yeah. This is spooky central. This is, it's, it's more haunted than Paris, more haunted than London, uh, more haunted than Hogwarts. It's <laughs> the most haunted city in Europe, according to the Daily Mail. <laughs> oh, and they're like the super reputable news source, right? Is the Fox heard, News like, really of Europe. really good things about Daily Mail. <laughs> yeah, so it's a pretty simple story, uh, but it, it goes, I mean, it goes everywhere on the internet. Like, anywhere where people are talking about legendary ghost stories... This sort of story is a part of that collection. And I'm kind of amazed that I had never heard it before. Yeah, me either. <laughs> um, so we'll go through the basics of it. Because like I said, it's a really simple story. Basically, Harry Martindale, when he was 18, he was working as a plumber in York. and Where is York? Uh, the UK. Thank you. As you know, I'm great at geography. Like, from London. That I have no idea. You know, I'm going to look it up real quick. Give me one moment. Uh, it's in the, it's almost four hours away from London. Okay. So it's like in the extreme north of the country. Okay. So he was basically doing something with a pipe. <laughs> he was a plumber and he was on a ladder and he saw, he heard a noise like a horn coming from like the wall and he had assumed that it was probably something from outside. Uh, this is in February of 1953 and... Now, in the cellar of this treasurer's house, they had excavated portions of a Roman road. So it was, you know, because the Romans were all over Europe. And he thought he saw plumage, like from the top of one of their helmets. And it startled him, and he fell off the ladder, and then like scuttled over to a corner to hide. Okay, did anyone drug test this man? (laughs) I don't, you know, I actually don't know if there were drug tests in the 50s. There might have been. I don't know. I'm not a doctor type. Right. Because, like, <laughs> I've never done mushrooms, but this sounds like that kind of thing. Yeah, that's that was when I first heard the story. I was like, so he was on drugs. Like, yeah. this must be what was happening. Uh, well, he saw, basically, it was like a legionnaire. Mm-hmm. And then he also saw. What is saw, a legionnaire? It's like a soldier. Okay. Um, just like a Roman soldier. Like, if you think in your mind what a Roman soldier looks like, like, that's basically it. Okay, okay. I'm with you. And behind him was another Roman legionnaire on a horse pulling a cart. In a basement? In a cellar. Well, they came out of the wall. Okay, tell me the difference between a basement and a cellar. There is no difference. Then why did we correct me? Uh, (laughs) I guess the difference is cellars in my mind are bigger. Okay. Because like a basement is like always like exactly the same height as your head. But like this was like a big underground room that he was on a ladder in, you know? Okay. I think the difference is cellars are larger. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to gauge, like, because, you know, I've had a couple of houses with basements, and, like, I can't imagine... Like a guy on a horse. Yeah. That's... I think that's that's what I was thinking, too, is basement is lower ceiling. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I'm Same with you. Same page. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he watched it disappear through the opposite wall, walking on this Roman road. Okay. And then he saw 20 other soldiers... Go two by two. Was this after he fell off the ladder? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could probably say, like, dude, you fell off a ladder. You hit your head. And knocked yourself out and had a wonderful dream. So 
one of the things that people and then basically they went through the wall and they vanished right some of the details that he included in the story that haven't changed like from the original telling all the way until he was 79 because he recently died at the age of 79 um He's after he was a plumber, he spent 30 years as a cop and then he was a skeptic. He didn't believe in ghosts, he says. So um, I'm always a little skeptical myself when someone goes, I don't even believe in ghosts, but you'll never believe what I saw. Yeah, because it's trying to they're trying to give themselves some validity, you know? Yeah, I'm not. I don't even believe in ghosts. And I'm saying it's like, yeah, but you know how like you could lie about seeing a ghost. You could also lie that you don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, for realsies. So, I mean, not to call him a liar, but th- that is a thing that has to be considered. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm going to be clearing my throat a lot. <laughs> I'm all congested. We need like a funny sound effect. Every time I cough or something? Yeah, just, just put like, it over your boing. cough. <gasps> Can we do that? Uh, no, but no. I will think about it. <laughs> okay. I said no, and I was like, that might be way easier to edit, actually. <laughs> and he, the, his story never changed. This is an important piece. Uh, some people say that the fact that his story never changed is more evidence that it happened. I feel like it's more evidence that it didn't happen. That's how I feel. Because when I try to remember stuff, like I recall it differently a lot of times, even if it's true, just because that's how your brain works. Yeah. If it's rehearsed, then you have it down pat. Exactly. I mean, not just rehearsed, but if you tell the story once and you tell it the same way with the same details every single time. Yeah. To me, that's a rehearsed, a well-rehearsed story, or it's just a story you know very, very well. And you have almost like a mental script. Yeah. Because like you were saying, your brain does degrade memories over time. And uh, a fascinating thing that our brains do is as memories deteriorate and they get holes in them, your brain fills in the gaps. So your memory of the event will be different as the years go by. So something that I remember from when I was a kid, I don't remember accurately anymore. Yeah. I think I do, but I don't. My brain has embellished it and patched it up. So to me... If he's telling the story the exact same way for decades, which to his credit, he never gives, he never takes money. So he's not tried to make any money off of this story. That's nice. Yeah. But what I would have imagined is that if you are telling this consistent story your whole life, then the story slowly becomes more and more different than your memory of the situation. Yeah. And that would something, that would be something you would take into account. The story would then change. And that's actually like the nature of storytelling. Stories get embellished over the years mm-hmm. because especially if you're telling it from memory from or you're telling a story about a memory, your memory changes. So the story has to change to fit what you remember. Yeah. But if you're telling it from like you were saying, a rehearsed story, then it's going to remain the same every single time because the script that you have in your mind isn't going to change. Yeah, that's easier to stick to. Yeah. That's my main piece of like, mm, I don't know about that. Also, the fact that he saw ghosts at all. In a basement. Well, I mean, where else are you going to see him? <laughs> I'm not saying like one location's any better than another, you know? Yeah, I get it. All right. But like, I think you're more likely to see ghosts in a cellar in York than like, you know, at a McDonald's in Manhattan. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Manhattan, I don't know. Kansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so... Some of the details that he gave about the uniforms that the soldiers were wearing, this has actually been used to create credibility and uh, validity to his claim. Because he was, at first, people were saying that this was proof that he didn't see anything. Because he said that a lot of these legionnaires had uh, no pants, 
they had. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he means, but like in my head, it's underpants. You know. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Well, the, basically, they were wearing what he uh, approximated to green skirts with uh, leather tunics, mm-hmm. and that they were um, carrying round shields with sort of a bubble in the middle. And a lot of people say, well, that's not accurate. Because the Roman soldiers carried rectangular heater shields, but there were auxiliary forces that carried those round shields, and there is historical record of them having been stationed at a fort right where York lies now. Oh, snap. So this very small detail is actually pretty important. Was this taught in schools? I don't know. Hmm. Though people who knew him said that he didn't really know anything about legionnaires. He didn't know anything about Roman soldiers, which... I guess you could believe, but I think I can believe that just about as much as him saying, I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. It's an easy thing to fake, you know? For sure. Also, uh, I don't know how easy it would have been to obtain that information in the 50s. I mean, possibly he could have learned it in school. Maybe he could have hung out at the library, but I don't know. (laughs) It's, to me, the most interesting thing about this story is the fact that he knew these really interesting details about the way they were dressed, and it was dead accurate yeah. to the soldiers that were actually stationed there, you know, a thousand years ago. That's pretty rad. It's amazing, yeah. So, once this story broke, he starts telling everybody, hey, I saw a bunch of Roman soldiers down there, and he was, he was like, afraid. He hid in a corner in the room while they were passing, and he said all they had to do was take a glance to the right, and they would have seen him. And they, he, they felt like, he says they were vaguely translucent, but, like, they felt like they were a real presence in the room. Ooh, spooky. Um, another detail that he gives that I thought was really interesting is when he first saw the very first soldier, he could he was very short because he could only see him from the knees up because his legs were sunk in the ground. And once he stepped out of this space of ground into a lower part of the cellar, he could see his entire body because the soldier was walking on where the original Roman road was, which was slightly beneath the cellar. Ooh. I thought that's a really interesting, you know, detail. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, after he told his story, a bunch of people that worked in the area came out and were like, Of course. Yeah. We've also been seeing Roman legionnaires. In fact, I think it was he came up out of the cellar and it was somebody who worked at the treasurer's house said like they saw his face and he had that. You seem like you've seen a ghost type of face. And they said, looks like you've seen Roman soldiers. Ew. I don't think he said it all salaciously like that, but (laughs) you look like you've seen Roman soldiers. Oh, we've seen Roman soldiers here all the time. That's how, that's what I say to the cats when they barf. (laughs) (laughs) They come out in the living room, they throw up and I go, I think you've seen Roman soldiers. (laughs) The cat's like, I did. And then we both throw up. Oh no. (laughs) Uh, So (laughs) that's so gross. Yeah. So it became a thing. Like a lot of people actually had seen them. It wasn't that unusual. Uh, because uh, there was a fortress, uh, in a Roman fortress in place where York is now. So there was all kinds of activity there. Um, you know, Roman activity, not paranormal activity. So when we go to England in a couple of years, right. we're going to go to York. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Cool, cool, cool. I think, we'll, I think we're biting off more than we can chew, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some ghosts. Yeah, especially like we, we in another episode we had talked about people seeing uh, ghosts on the highway seeing Roman legionnaires marching on the highway in England. And I was like, that's so rad. Because you never hear about that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's the coolest ghost to see. Like, woman in white, that is boring. Like, give me those, like, fluffy hat things. Dig it. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of here in the United States, 
uh, especially in the southern states um, and around uh, Oklahoma, Kansas, the, you know, the Midwest Plains where we are, you will sometimes hear people talk about seeing Braves, like seeing Native Americans. Oh, I think I meant baseball players. Oh my God, <laughs> no. Like literally like like Native American warriors on horseback, like running through the plains with, you know, bows and arrows and spears and stuff. And while I don't think they're really seeing any of those things, it's so, it, it feels the same, it has that same kind of energy as the yeah. Roman legionnaires, you know, sort of this reminder of the ancient history of the area. Yeah. <laughs> ancient history <laughs> in America. American ancient history. Okay, that's like 50 years. <laughs> yeah, basically. This country was founded over 200 years ago. Uh, like, there's pubs in London that are older than our country. That's rad. That's super rad. I love that. So, this, like I said, this story became legend, and York got a reputation for being the most haunted city in Europe because you have all these ghostly legionnaires all over the place. I have a question. Okay. Okay. So, for it to be the most haunted place, does that mean it has the most activity or it has the most ghosts? It, so, it's like, if, if a place is really haunted, like, let's say there's two houses, and one house has, like, a poltergeist that's, like, really aggressive and moves shit around and, like, this stuff mm -hmm. happening all the time, but the other house has calm ghosts, but there's, like, 20 of them, which one is more haunted? Whichever one gets featured in Tobin's Spirit Guide is the one that's <laughs> more haunted. <laughs> I have a legit question. <laughs> Honestly, it's bullshit. Like, I mean, not, not to take away from any of people's experiences, but we hear this all the time. It's always the most haunted. Everywhere is the most haunted. Athens, Ohio is the most haunted. Atchison, Kansas, the most haunted. You know, Amityville is the most haunted. It's it's just some bullshit title to sell magazines and tourism and stuff like that. Okay, but we need to make a poll or something. Like, which, what most haunted is more haunted. You know what I mean? Yeah, actually, go ahead and, like, leave us a comment on Facebook and Instagram or send us, you know, your, your idea. What do you think qualifies a place uh, as being the most haunted? And how do you think you should judge a location? Is, like, activity or the amount of ghosts seen, you know? I mean, is that the same thing, even? Yeah. Like, what, what should be the criteria? Like, let us know, because... I don't have any idea how you would even qualify that. Yeah, you could just say it's the most haunted, but like... Which they do. How do you gauge? Because like our bathroom is the most haunted bathroom in the house. <laughs> it is. The light is always strobing. That's true. We do have a flickery light in there. But I'm pretty sure that's just faulty wiring and not, you know, ghosts. I think it's probably demons, honestly. Whoa. <laughs> I think it's interdimensional aliens. Oh, yeah, probably. Who are here to breed with us. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Or it's cats. Oh, yeah. I've been <laughs> doomed. Any house with cats is automatically haunted. So I think, uh, really, York doesn't have to be the most haunted city in Europe to be interesting. There used to be a Roman fortress there. Yeah. That's more than enough reason to go there and see the history and see the, the roads. Like, you can see the roads the Romans built are in York still to view. Like, that's huge. Why are they in the basement? Uh, Why I, were they so much lower? They were built on top of. So they just built roads on top of old Roman Well, they built roads? like buildings and stuff on top of them. You oh. gotta figure too, the Romans were like, this is UK time. So the Romans were thousands of years ago, rather than just, you know, the 40s. <laughs> it's just weird that there's a road and they just start building stuff right on top of it. Why not just keep it a road? Well, I mean, we do that here. Like, there used to be pyramids here. And we were like, no, 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 we need a parking lot. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Dave Matthews, he warned us about this. <laughs> That's so stupid. 
<laughs> I love that. It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, so for uh, UK listeners, um, and I mean, most of our American listeners probably don't know that because I didn't learn it in school. I learned it after I got it. We used to have pyramids here, the United States, built by the native peoples, and we destroyed them, demolished them as recently as the early 20th century. So, yike. good job, guys. One big yike. <laughs> Yikes on bikes. Yikes on bikes. So, what do you think about this story? What do you really think? happened to him i think he hit his head (laughs) and he probably he probably knew what was in the basement they're not just gonna have ancient roads and excavation without that word's hard without like telling the guy you know (laughs) like you're going down to this basement he probably knows a little bit of the history of the basement not even the, the the basement i think just the town yeah so i feel like he probably hit his head and maybe like hallucinated or he just was 18 and bored you know yeah i mean at the risk of sounding like an ignorant person I feel like England just has... We're never afraid of that here. <laughs> I think England just has history laying all over the place. Yeah. It's an ancient place. And here we go, a... another fucking castle. Here, <laughs> fucking castles. And it's just, it's got history all over the place. It has a long history. And I think that this guy definitely went to York knowing something about it. He must have known that there was a history of Romans being there. And, and like, it, it was such a big part of their town... I bet they learned some of it in school. I don't know that he lived pictures. there, though. I don't know that he lived there. He might have, but I don't. I, I don't so know. That would be another reason why he would know so much about you know what they look like and all that stuff. Oh yeah, no, 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 definitely. I kind of have that similar opinion that maybe he just was bored and you know came up with a story, fell off a ladder, wanted to have a good reason. He's eighteen. I yeah. mean, not not to stereotype, but. 18-year-olds are basically still children. Like, For sure. <laughs> they get into childish antics and things. I wouldn't put it past him at all. But, I mean, like you said, the his details were incredibly spot on. It's super interesting. As yeah. far as ghost stories go and, like, you know, eyewitness sightings, like, that's pretty cool. It's, it's way better than Amityville or oh, yeah. Annabelle. I would say of all of the ghost stories that we've ever talked about, this is one that I would be most willing to believe. Yeah. I mean, my ideas about him telling the story for years and the story never changing, like, I could be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe this is just something he remembers very vividly. For sure. Maybe it is true that he's told the story so many times that he just kind of tells the story the way that he's always told it without it being a deception thing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's not enough here for me to say he definitively did not see something. Ooh. <laughs> because when Jerry. he was asked about that, he said, you know, I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe in what I saw. Hmm. And I was like, that is so intriguing. I yeah. want to know more. Um, wonder what he thinks he saw then. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, that's the intriguing part is like, okay, you're saying you don't believe in ghosts, but you believe in what you saw. So what did you see, Harry? Yeah. Tell me, Harry. <laughs> So, like I said before, Harry Martindale uh, spent 30 years as a police officer and retired. He retired to do ghost investigations with Amy Allen. No. Oh. Even better. Ooh. He retired to the town of Copmanthorpe. What? Copmanthorpe. Can only cop men live there? I don't know. I'm going to assume so. Like, it's like Sanford. Like, <laughs> it's this, like, police town. Yeah. Uh, so... I read that he had retired to Cotmanthorpe, and I was like, "There's, that's amazing. That's almost as amazing as the whole reason I'm reading about oh him. Like, God. I love it. <laughs> it's the little things in life you got to enjoy, you know? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 
I really don't know what to make of this one. I really like this story, and um, I watched an interview with him while he was still alive where he talks about it, where he tells the story. Yeah. I mean, he's he's very believable. <laughs> but you could say that he's been telling the story for decades, so he's gotten really good at it. And being a cop, you have to have a certain level of level-headedness, you know? Well, they always say that. Every time there's a ghost sighting, if the person who saw the ghost is a cop, people always say that. They go, well, he's a policeman. So obviously he's not going to make stuff up. And I was like, yeah, I don't know See, about the that. the other side, because like, you have to stay level. You have to stay like, you know, like poker face. So for me, that oh, would... Oh, like when you're speaking to someone? Yeah, so oh. I feel like that would aid him in lying. It's because you have to stay, yeah. you know... I was going to say, I don't know about cops staying level-headed. I think the (laughs) (laughs) recent news might disagree with you. Yikes on Bikes Part (laughs) 2. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I really liked liked listening to his story, and I liked him as a person. Um, And again, uh, I mentioned this earlier, but this, to me, is a huge detail that adds a little bit of credibility to his story. Is that you like him? (laughs) He's never taken money for this. Yeah. He doesn't give tours. He doesn't do like he doesn't do anything to make money off of it. He will tell his story to whoever wants to hear it, but he won't charge a penny. That's cool. So yeah, that adds to it to me. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm pretty impressed with that. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Guys, watch out! Jerry's a turning. Well, the thing is, I I don't believe in ghosts. We've well, we've talked about this, you know, ad, ad nauseum. But I want to believe in ghosts, and I'm always looking for that story that's like okay. Now that we can't explain. So what happened? Yeah. And I really don't want to believe that Harry just lied and made up a story, even though to me that's very plausible. Yeah, it's totally. just it's fucking I mean people cool write story. books. Yeah. Yeah. People write, and that's the other thing too, like if you search this up, he didn't write a book. He didn't I mean he's not made any money off of this at all. It's just this part of York lore. And that's What if he just really likes his town? Man, I mean that could be. Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know what we're going to be talking about next week? The vampires? Oh my god, you remembered. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, next week we're going to be talking about the Highgate vampire. and As opposed to the low-key energy vampire. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to Matt about this. Um, big, shot. big shot. And he goes, well, it's all a bunch of bullshit. And I was like, that goes without saying. But <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not a cool story. Yeah. Really, I was like, I heard about it, and I was like, oh, this is kind of neat. It's a kind of cool story. But there was an article in the newspaper at the time that it occurred, and the title of the article, the headline, was A Vampire Walks at Highgate. And I was like, what? What is this? There is a church um, somewhere in New Jersey on uh, Route 287, and it's called Church of the Hills. <laughs> and I every time my dad and I drove past it, we go Church of the Hills, dun dun dun, and it's like <laughs> some places just have book writing names, and yeah. I love it. And that 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 headline just grabbed me, and I was yeah. like, I don't even care how bad the story is, I want to know it, mm-hmm. and I want to talk about it. Yeah, I still need to write my novel on the Church of the Hills, so someday. <laughs> so it's like Children of the Corn. Yes, it's got that boom, and like it has this big dramatic sign, kind of in the middle of nowhere in New Jersey. So like, Ooh. I need to go investigate that place. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so next week we're going to talk about that. I know we've already done a story about vampires. We, well, we talked about the Irish vampire, who was possibly the inspiration for Dracula. 
Dun, dun, dun. But I really love vampires and like vampire lore and fiction. Uh, not all of it, obviously. Yeah, what did we watch last week? Interview with the Vampire? We watched Interview with the Vampire and we were talking about 30 Days of Night. Yeah. And oh, yeah, and like Lost Boys, one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, Interview with the Vampire, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and like we, I watched, me and Lily watched the 19. 19- uh 77 dracula starring christopher lee um we watched uh the horror of dracula a little while ago it's like a 1950s hammer film yeah love vampires absolutely what about queen of the damned (laughs) (laughs) i did preface this whole thing by saying not all of the fiction (laughs) so like this twilight a number of other films uh no go dracula untold can't do it. Oh, Dracula 3000. Yes, obviously. Amazing. <laughs> the Blade trilogy. Absolutely amazing. Love it all. <laughs> I like Blade. I like Blade too. I, that movie was terrible. I like Blade also. That's <laughs> 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 so stupid. Yeah, so next week, we're going to be talking about vampires. That episode is going to suck. <laughs> so you can get at us <laughs> on... <so> stupid. <laughs> You can get at us at Hardly Paranormal on Instagram. That's where I'm the most active. You, oh, you, you do one as well, don't you? Hardly Paranormal uh, on Facebook, where I try to be active, but I've been real sleepy. Uh, I took up drum lessons along with pole dancing lessons, because that's where I'm at in my life right now. <laughs> Midlife crisis. I got a new piercing in my face. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Uh, you can also get us Hardly Paranormy with a Y on Twitter, which is um, slowly becoming one of my more favorite social media platforms. Really? Just because of the people on there. Yeah. Or you can email us at HardlyParanormal at gmail.com, which um, thank you, Nikki and Joyce, whoever sent us that picture. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Just the email has started sprouting penises. <laughs> Wonderful. Aww. That's great. <laughs> also, if you'd like to help out the show, please go ahead and like and leave a review on Apple Podcasts because that really does help us out a whole lot. And until next week, I've been Jerry. I've been Lacey. And remember, it's probably just the wind. Can I get a York peppermint patty now? Oh my God. How long have you been sitting on that joke? <laughs> oh my God. The whole time. <laughs> <laughs>